Come on, let's stand on our feet for Christian. That was amazing. Come on, give him a little clap. I'm on. I can, I can barely remember my zip code, nevertheless. <laughs> Man, he was telling me earlier that, that that play or that skit that he just did was usually done by 20 people. Was that true? Am I, am I botching? Yeah, that's amazing. What a memory. What a talent. Christian, thank you. Briefly, and I, I want to be briefly. Listen, we're not annoyed by the children at all. Um, you can be seated for just another couple minutes. We're not annoyed by the children at all, guys. Listen, this is more than they're just the next generation. Uh, Jesus said, hey, man, bring the children there. Did he not? His disciples were kind of irritated. They're like, come on, come. the son of God is busy. And Jesus like, no, 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 no. Get him close to me. So children, you all right in my book. You all right in my book. Uh, I'm, I'm losing my voice, as probably many of you could tell. I don't know what the disease, or it's not a disease, some kind of bacteria is going around. My, my friend Matthew, he's under it too, so we're kind of, you know, we're, we're getting through though. Amen. Let's briefly, and I do say briefly because we want to let you guys go. Enjoy the rest of um, your, your day with your family. Um, let's turn to Romans chapter 6. I know this is a scripture verse of which we're all familiar with, and I'm grateful for that, but I just want to read it into record today to kind of remind us of what Jesus did as he was crucified, buried, and ascended to the right hand of the Father. It's very easy to get familiar um, with this storyline, isn't it? And as we get familiar, it's very also, it's also easy to lose the power of just what Christ did. And let me just submit to you today this evening, that Christ did a lot more for us than just give us a get-out-of-hell-free get card, didn't he? In Romans 6, Paul touches upon this. So I, my, my desire is just to remind us today, those who have been serving the Lord for a long time, and but also if there's anybody here under the sound of my voice, maybe you are not serving the Lord. Maybe the Lord is not the Lord of your life. I want to tell you today, I want to submit to you that you are missing out friend, on a glorious life. So can we just read Romans chapter 6? It's 23 verses. I'm going to skip around, so um, don't get scared. Scripture is good. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Romans uh, chapter 6 verse 1, Paul says, well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful mercy. What a question. You guys might be assuming that Paul's asking this question because people are abusing the grace of God. And the truth of the matter, if you study Romans 6, it is true. People are using the grace of God to live lawless lives. And Paul is saying, hey, listen, that's not what we as apostles have taught. I need to get back in here. I need to set some things straight. So Paul says, he starts to answer his own question in verse 2. Of course not. Since we've died to sin, someone say, die to sin. How can we continue to live in it? It's very hard for something that is dead to live, isn't it? And Paul is saying, listen, friend, it's foolish if you go on continuing to kind of uh, test the grace of God. It is foolish. Why? Because it's, it's not only foolish because God ain't happy or he ain't down with that. 
is foolish because we are dead to sin. Let me read on. Some of you are listening. Verse 3, or have you forgotten when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death. Oh, so that's how we died. That's how we died. We were submersed in water, and that signified a death. A death to what? Sin. And Paul's going to go into further explanation. Verse 5, since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. And here he goes. And I just want you to catch the theme from this verse on of what Paul is talking about because he over, over, he reiterates himself. He beats a dead horse here in this scripture. And I love it. Verse 6. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ. So that what? Sin might lose its power in our lives. Someone say glory. Come on. Did you hear the scripture? Did you hear what Paul just said? Let's, let's read that again. Verse 6. We know that our sinful selves were crucified with Christ. So that sin might lose its power in our lives. Some of you, you ain't amen because it's just not a reality in your life. Come on. That's glorious. That's glorious. Verse 7, for when we died with Christ, we were set free. Here he goes again. We were set free from what? The power of sin. Glory. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. So we not only get to die, but we get to live. Now, I don't know about you, but when I gave my heart to Jesus, man, somebody new entered this frame. I didn't talk the same. I didn't watch the same movies. I didn't hang out with the same losers. Man, something got in me, and I experienced that new life. So not only does Christ give us an opportunity through baptism to die, but he also gives us a new life. Someone say glory. Glory. Come on. The cross is more than just a payment for an atonement for sin. I love it. Hey, I, I love, man, that I can rely on the mercy of Jesus to wash me white as snow when I get it wrong. I love it. But, man, I just, I, I get even more jazzed, more jazzed when I think, like, God, you sent Christ to the cross. He died so that the power of sin might be broken over my life. Man, that is something glorious. That is something glorious. Let's skip on to verse 10. When he died once, I'm sorry, when he died, he died once to break the power of sin. There he goes again. Are you convinced? Here's three times um, in the first 10 verses that Paul talks about the power of sin being broken. Are you convinced? So you also should consider yourself to be dead. What? To the power of sin. There's four times. And then there's another. And alive to God through Jesus Christ. Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give into sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourselves what? 
completely to God. For you are dead, but now you have what? New life. So use your whole body, not just parts, but your whole body to what? To glorify God, to be an instrument, to do what is right unto or for the glory of God. Here he goes again, verse 14. Sin is no longer your master. Someone turn to your neighbor and say, sin is no longer my master. Can you bear witness to that in your spirit? I tell you, we can't. Why? Because it's so contrary to the way we're living. It speaks in absolute opposition to some of our lifestyles, doesn't it? But the scripture is true, isn't it? It's true. And that's why Paul said you have to consider. Let me just find it. Sorry. In verse 11, so you also should consider. You got to, you got to rearrange the way you think, in other words. You have to consider what? Yourself dead to the power of sin. Today, guys, by the grace of God, I consider myself dead to the power of sin. Come on. Can I get an amen? amen? Is anybody here with me? Well, you ought to join me. Come on. Verse 15. I'm not going to read verse 15 because honestly, he just reiterates himself. He goes on and has the whole conversation again. Let's skip down to verse 19 and we are closing here. Because of the weakness of the human nature, of your human nature, I am using the illustration of slavery to help you understand all this. Previously, you let yourselves be slaves to impurity and lawlessness, which led you even deeper to sin. Now you must give yourself. Someone say, now you must give yourself. <laughs> say it again like you mean it. Now you must, come on, my voice is gone, and I'm still trying to put some huspa on it. Come on. Yes. You must give yourselves to be what? Slaves to righteousness. Living so that you will become holy. So God literally, through baptism, through accepting Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, gave us an identity Whatever, he switched totally who we are. He took us out of one world of slavery and put us in another. Can someone say amen? Come on, today, friend, you are a slave. You are called to be a slave to righteousness. Come on. But you know what? Again, contrary to our beliefs and where our, our, our lives probably are positioned, it doesn't necessarily read that way. We still have some of that old nature alive in us, don't we? Come on. We still have some of that old man creeping at the back door, reminding us day in and day out of who we once were. I'm telling you guys, you are not like that person anymore. That why, that's why Paul says, consider. Consider. Think differently. And what does he tell us to consider? He says, consider that you are dead to the power of sin. Man, it's hard to be alive to sin when you're dead. It's hard to be alive to anything when you're dead. But man, I, tell, I won't go there. 
20, when we were slaves to sin, you were free from the obligation to do what is right. And what was the result? You are now ashamed of the things you used to do, things that end in eternal doom. But now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. Now you do those things that lead what? To holiness and result in what? Eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Come on, somebody. What a gift we have today as believers. I'm telling you, this should get your praise on. This should motivate you. This should stir you that Christ not only made a way for you to, for your sins to be forgiven, but that he broke the power of sin in your life. Come on. I don't know. That gets me jazzed. That gets me excited because Sometimes, don't we just live like this? Well, on the other side of eternity, Lord, I'll be a different person. No, it starts now. Because you know what? When you were submersed, when you were dunked, you joined Jesus in his death. And what you died to was the power of sin's control in your life. Glory. Someone say glory. Glory. Stand to your feet. Jesus, we thank you for the power of the cross. We thank you for the many implications, God, the many different things, Lord, 